Ali. And I'm Jay. And this is a guide to being a cool parent. Holly was singing one way or another, and I tried to press record, but she I, stopped. She I it's her vocal warm-up. I, re- I realised what you were doing before I, I, uh, I began performing. Anyway, welcome to episode three. Uh, we're going to talk about Holly being pregnant with Ella and giving birth to Ella today. This is like the 1900th time we've recorded this. Jay keeps on messing, messing up, recording Meshing this. Messing it up. Yeah, so we've got yeah, the phone right. open now, so we know how long we're doing it. We know if it disappears, we've both got an alcoholic beverage, what could go wrong? God knows, we could end up with a third child. Not, it's very unlikely with an implant in, darling, unless you're the <laughs> one getting pregnant. Who knows these days? <laughs> who knows, who knows, anything could happen. Okay, so, um, finding out, how did we find out you were pregnant with Ella? So, we'll just be honest, we got pregnant with Ella... By accident. Sorry, Els. You're Sorry. great. You yeah. are a great mistake. You are a fabulous mistake. Like, Best I, one you've I ever made. I made some mistakes in my time, and honest to God, you're probably my fave. Um. <laughs> if, if you have a mistake that is... Not my mistake. I know of some mistakes. Right, okay, cool. I, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. You get what I'm yeah, saying yeah, now, yeah, just okay. a bit of shade to someone. Okay. Um, so Shots have been fired. <laughs> Shots have been fired. So, um, yeah, after I gave birth to Ted, obviously my birth was pretty traumatic, and they said, just go steady. I still had real bad stomach pains, and they were like, don't go on contraception. Just be super safe. So we were like, okay, we'll be super safe and smart people. Um, obviously didn't let Jay touch me for ages, because, you know, who would do that when you're basically dying on the inside? Um, yeah, so we basically, I basically, 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 I had some real, real bad stomach pains, ended up at the docks. Doctors, the in doctors, case you don't understand yeah, what my, it's, uh, my, docks. My lingo. Not um, Doc Martens, guys. Though. Oh, I know. Um, Ooh, and they yeah. basically said, oh, we think you might have an ectopic pregnancy or... You might have leftover placenta and all this kind of crazy stuff. And I was you like, know, the two extremes possible. Though. I know. You could either have a baby that shouldn't be growing in an area where a baby should be growing, or you could have leftover birth, which sounds even more terrifying, knowing that Ted was like four or five months old. Mm. Uh, you think they would have done a better job. Well, it was February, so what's that? October, November, December, January. Four months old. Yeah, four months. Yeah. yeah. So that came around and they were like, you need to go up to the emergency pregnancy unit. So we went up there. We were meant to be going out for a meal for Hull's dad's yeah, 50th. It wasn't his 50th. Yes, it was. No, because he turned 50 this year, you peanut. No, he didn't. Yeah, he is. He's 50 this year and it's been his birthday. He turned 50 last year because we took him out. No, we didn't. Yes, he did. Your mum turned 50 this year. Oh, yeah. Oops. Sorry. I pay attention. Oh, God, I don't. Everybody's just getting old. Anyway, <laughs> we, uh, we get up to the pregnancy unit and they're like, okay, so yeah, we think it might be ectopic with your, the symptoms that you're giving us, but we can't scan you. And we were like, what do you mean you can't scan us? And they basically said, sorry, we haven't got anybody on here that can scan you until Monday because you're not an emergency. And my face dropped because... People die from ectopic pregnancy. And the guy that broke this news to us was also the um, the same doctor that during Holly giving birth to Teddy told her that she was doing quite well. He's our quite well doctor. So, Holly didn't, didn't realise this. I didn't realise because obviously 
I was not in the world or let alone room for the birthing of Ted. Well, I mean, physically she was. But mentally I was like, maybe off like dancing with gummy bears or... Gummy so- bears. <laughs> Are you imagining that you're like Homer Simpson in one of his weird like sweets fantasies? No, I'm more imagining, you know, like when Jonah Hill is in um, the movie with Channing Tatum. And they get high on the drugs, and then one's in a happy land. Twenty one Jump Street. Yeah, and one's or in a... twenty two Jump Street. I can't twenty two, one. and one's in Happy Land, the one's in like Sad Land. I imagine like so myself, sad. like in the division of that. Anyway, obviously wasn't on a lot of drugs, but yeah. So anyway, we we went home for the weekend, and then with the fact that I might have to terminate a child that shouldn't be in there, which is terrifying because I never thought I'd be in that position, or you even you never imagined putting yourself in that position. So, yeah, we turned up on Monday, waited in the waiting room, and then they take you in to have your scan, and the nurse was all jolly, and, um, well, we took Ted along with us because we thought it was just going to be a quick in and out with what we had to do, but it wasn't because there was a six-week-old baby in my stomach. They literally pointed down the scan and went, that's your baby, baby." and And Ted burst out crying. Whilst me and Holly are both there, like, jaws dropping on the floor, staring at each other, like, Like, what the... I know, we wanted a kid, like another kid, but we didn't want one for at least, like, another year. Turns out that when people say that condoms aren't reliable all the time, they're not joking. I generally thought it was, like, 99%, but when you read it, it says 97, doesn't it, or something? Some silly percent. Whatever the percentage is, we're that percentage that they don't work for. So go safe. Go safe and then just wrap it maybe a couple more times. No, don't. That's dangerous. Is it? Yeah. Popular misconception. Have you done it before? Have I done it before? Have I... Can what? you double wrap your winky? Like, is that... Oh, yeah. Of course you can, but it's not... They, they don't advise it because it's something like the, the you know I imagine? friction it's like, of the you know, two the latex, the When somebody puts know. on a latex suit and it just suckers them in, it just squeezes your winky. <laughs> anyway, that was a weird conversation. So... We we left the hospital and we went to a coffee shop because that's basically what we do. We work in coffee shops and we spend our spare time in coffee shops. Yeah, literally, we've planned journeys around coffee shops sometimes as well. But anyway, we get distracted. So we went to a coffee shop. Jay told his family. I told my family. My family were really happy, which was quite interesting. Mine were quite mine, interesting. Mine, I can't forget that word now. Don't like that. That suggests mine weren't. Mine were just no, a bit like I was, shocked. I was doing as we do, all. I were. was going to do my side. Yeah, everybody was shocked because they knew I was having like I ongoing before I was pregnant. I had stomach pains, so they just presumed it was that, and so did I. Um, like I presumed it was maybe endo pain, um, and that that's endometriosis if nobody knows. Um, it's like where your womb lining grows out of your womb, which sounds super scary and crazy that your body even does that. I mean, it is super scary and crazy. But, yeah, so we went to this coffee shop and there's a picture in our house with me sat there thinking, oh my God, there's she's another baby. Teddy. She's, she's yeah, hold- no, holding Teddy. She's forgotten that she's holding Teddy. No, I'm getting to that point. And it's me holding Teddy, basically, with Ella in the picture, which is crazy. She doesn't know she's in the picture. Well, we do knows. know she's in the picture at that point. She doesn't know. Oh, yeah, know. she doesn't know, but... Yeah, so that's nuts. So we get signed in with the midwife, and she laughs because it's our same midwife that we had with Teddy. So she's like, you again? I get to see the child. Yeah, so she she, she was really cool. Our midwife was super laid back. Um, and, like, she knew the deal, and she, it was nice because she commented on how she never gets to see kids grow up and obviously she saw teddy basically for like the first year that he grew up which was amazing yeah 
What else do we have to talk about now? Jay's got the list and I can't um, see it. So... We have a list now, guys. Planning slash moving house. So we moved house when I was, like, three months-ish. We moved in April. Yeah, we moved in April and it was great because I hate moving and it meant that I didn't have to do bugger all. For the, the second move in a row. For the second move in a row, which I love. I know I'm not going to get to that this time around, so I'm definitely going to have to help out when we do move. Um, so, yeah, we moved house, we got in... And obviously, when we're in our flat, we never bothered buying, like, a proper crib. That's so annoying, that noise. Can you shut the window? Yeah. Sorry, someone's cutting some grass. Can you believe it? We tried to record this, and it's, like, te- it's signs telling us that we shouldn't record it. Don't do it loud. Do it quietly. He's trimming his hedge. He's trimming his bush. So annoying. Apologies for any background noise that may or yeah, may not be included sorry, in this podcast. We are clearly not professional. I know. We can't do this. Any time we try to do this, it just fails. So, yeah, we move in, we buy cribs for Ted and Ella, like, get themselves into the... Well, get Ted settled into his room, we sort ourselves out, we, like, basically prepare for another child, which is nuts. And preparing for other child means dun-dun-dun. Is this your favourite subject? Yeah, buying a pram. Buying a pram. Buying a double pram. So right now, at, at least a couple of our, our friends... And, and and whatever are um are expecting children, and I know for a fact that the conversations that Holly has had with the, the uh, one of our key friends with with the pregnant females that we know I'm not going to name names because yeah because it's it's none of our business it's none of our business um but the the pregnant females that Holly has discussed the main thing she has been talking to them about has been prams but I honestly think... if you could see her face right now it's like. <laughs> It's like when you put a cake in front of a fat kid. Oh, her yeah. eyes have I'm, lit up, I'm her hundred... skin is glowing. I'm it's a... like she's on fucking ecstasy or something. I'm 100% like... the chubby kid out of Miss Hilda. Like, even when we had our double pram after we had Ella, I'd still go look in the pram department because I wouldn't care. I wanted to know what was the latest style and what She still looks at prams daily, sends me them on Instagram daily. Yeah, I do. Freaks out when the company that make our pram like her posts. She tags the pram company in our, in, in the kids' Instagram posts. Yeah, because I'm that sad. Thanks, babe. That's all right. <laughs> so, yeah, People anyway, who've listened know that you're crazy yeah, about prams. Yeah, everybody knows. I'm, like, your mum loves it. She's, she's like, is Holly either buying a new changing bag? Because I've probably bought about three. We've got at least seven changing no, bags and 12 prams. No, we don't. We only have two right now. And we've settled on, you've got a Herschel one because you're a hipster wannabe daddy. I bought it because it looks more like just a satchel. Yeah, whatever. And then I have a cool mum backpack, which is... So like she a... calls me a hipster and then she refers to herself as a cool mum. I feel like I'm okay to call myself a cool, cool mum. Mom. Like, I don't dress like a standard mum. Like, you walk past... We're in the Cotswolds. What does a standard mum so dress like? So we're in the Cotswolds like and most mums are, like, 30 plus because they can are... I, can I intervene? What? We know a lot of mums that aren't. Uh, yeah, I know, but let me finish. A lot of them dress or look at you in a funny way, which is actually we didn't discuss this in the last topic, which is why I didn't do a lot of baby groups because I went to one baby group or baby yoga session in um, like a little village just off Siren, and I never got so dirty looked upon the yoga loving brunch eating middle aged mothers. <laughs> And I didn't know how... Months. Honestly, they whacked their tits out and it was like they were Mother Teresa. I don't know how to describe it. They had that vibe. Like, I could have burnt and, like, cremated to a little 
pile of triangle ashes and they triangle <laughs> ashes what the fuck is triangle ashes <laughs> honestly this is going so much better than the podcast that we've lost like but yeah anyway mums are so different like in certain areas like you get the classic like oh my god you're a young mum kind of thing I once when I was nannying though for a family I went to go pick the older kids up from school and they generally thought the little one that I had in the pram was mine and I was like yes he's totally mine he's got a cool name because all the kids had cool names oh you're going off subject I know I'm really talk sorry. about prams okay so yeah we bought a double pram we bought a bugaby donkey which is a side by side double which is a mono and then also a double is that right but oh, well, it's a single I've no I, I don't, is mono. calling it mono a thing yeah that's what they call it. Man, I see, this is how much attention I yeah, pay. Yeah, I know. Pounds. So anyway, yeah, it was a single and it was also a double. So I thought, oh, I can get used to it being... And it came with a lot of stuff. So we paid, yeah. I think we paid like 300 for it. Yeah, like if we can't help it, we'll probably, like a couple of our friends have done it as well. And family members, they've like bought prams that are basically brand new for like half the price, which is what we've done every time. So we, we bought this pram, we drove all the way to Stoke-on-Trent and it came with... Um, a car seat, a um, Isofix base for the car seat. Yeah, because our car had that, so we were like, that's cool. Um, all the, like, I think it even had the buggy board, didn't it? Had the buggy board, it also had, like, parasols, it had everything. So, you like, name it, it had it. We were basically. like, that's sick, we'll get that as a bargain, and it's in a great, like, shape. Yeah. I can't even think of what other word to use. Condition. Yeah, so we used that, and then I was like, this is cool, like, we've got loads of space, and then Ella comes along, and I'm like... I was like, going to say, we're going to skip, with the yeah, prams gonna... bit, we're going to skip in and out, because it kind of, it, it goes it's easier on. this so way. So yeah, Ella arrives, we've got this pram, and we're like, oh my god, this is not going to work. Insane. Yeah, it was insane. So we put it in double mode, we had it set up in our, like, in, in our hallway, and we were like, oh my god, this is big. Like, Teddy was in his like toddler seat and Ella was in the bassinet and we were like how are we meant to get this like through our little town like into shops obviously we're like coffee shop wankers like how are we meant to go basically they, they claim that it will go through a standard doorway but we they struggled lied. to get it through a standard doorway yeah so we were like this is not going to work and within the space of like maybe like two days I had I had I was going to say you did I, say I yeah had. I had found a new pram well a new second hand pram that we bought which was our Jules Geo. Like, we love Bugaboo, but it just didn't work out for us. We like, still have a Bugaboo single pram. Yeah, and they're not paying us to say this shit, but, I mean, the single is dope. But Yeah, our Bugaboo B, I wouldn't change, like, for the world. Like, I love it. And we've, the way you we've, can, like, we've had three Bugaboo Bs. Yeah, and we've changed the fabric on everything. Like, now we have, like, an all-black frame, which I find so sexy. Anyways... I've distracted her now. Back, <laughs> back, back to the double pram. So, yeah, we now have a Jules Geo, which is... The baby goes underneath, or the, like the youngest one, so you can keep an it's eye like on It's like a, a seven, eight hundred pound pram or something, no, isn't it? higher. Is it? Yeah, right, it's we paid, grand. We paid 60 quid for it. Yeah, the lady who sold us the pram was stupid. Basically. She had no idea what she Holly's mum went to pick it up for us, because at the time I couldn't drive, which we'll get to later on. And um, she put and it up I for, don't drive. She put it up for 65 quid, and... Laura managed to knock a fiver off because the pram was dirty. That's my mum. She is a hardcore... What's the word? My mind's gone blank, but yeah. Bargainer. We'll call it that. Bargainer. A bargainer. She she does love a good um, 
knocking someone down. Oh, my... yeah, exactly. She'll even do it in the antique centers. How bad is it that I can't think... Bartering. Yeah, yeah she's, bartering. she's good at bartering. So anyway, she goes, picks this pram up, she rocks up here, and I was like, oh my God, it is in such good nick. I could not believe my eyes. The only bummer that, like, obviously we paid for this pram, it didn't come with foot muffs, and it was, like, just starting to hit winter time. It didn't come with rain covers, and we were like, shit. Like... So we, we've probably spent... Maybe just under £200. Yeah. On the pram. That's including, like, a buggy board, bag, um, two but... two bags, really, foot muffs, rain covers, uh, new tyres, because the tyres had slow punctures that, even when we repaired them, were still going down. But anyway, the pram but is great. all that great. stuff we use all the time, though. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't buy it unless we weren't going to use it. Like... Before we got the new tyres for it, I hated using the pram because yeah, when the tyres like, went flat within about two minutes. And I feel like that's probably why the bird was selling it. Because she was like, I can't figure out how to fix this. And we obviously just spent... Uh, spent the money. Yeah. yeah, to get it fixed. And now it's the most like perfect pram. Like, we went for a walk today and there were like uphills, grassy area. And it smashed through it. And it was amazing. Yeah. But, yeah, dude. So, if you want pram advice, I'll tell you. Like, you need a big basket... Need a decent rain cover that's like compact. Something else, something that's like four. We'll facing. we'll do a whole pram episode. Maybe oh. the next episode. Oh my we'll gosh! Just, yeah, we should just... even do a slideshow. We should do a virtual like thing. Holly might just do like a short, three to four hour long podcast. Three to four hour <laughs> podcast. <laughs> On, Some people on who are having babies, though, they might really like that. But I They know. might do. We're going to talk about you giving birth to the one who's crying in the background. Yeah, do you want to go sort that out quickly yeah. before it goes off? Before it goes off. Before, before she goes off. You start telling the story. Yeah. So, yeah, um, Ella's pregnancy was pretty easy compared to Teddy's. We didn't have too many problems. Um, minus, like, feeling very, very different. Like, with Ella, I felt nauseous all the time. And that was right up to when I gave birth. With Teddy, that stopped, like, pretty much around the 20-week mark, so I didn't have to worry. But with Ella, I just felt so nauseous. And then it also came to taking care of Teddy at the same time. And that was really interesting because it is hard work. Like, you're basically taking care of, like, your your kind of toddler baby and you're trying to create a human. And it's hard work. Like, I didn't find it that hard until... It got right near the end, and I was like, there was odd days when I was asking Jay to come home, and that was maybe like the last three weeks. Yeah, I was in, so I started working in Gloucester, and I remember having to, to drive home one day, and I was the most senior member of staff on that day, and they were like, oh, well, we need to phone another store to find out if you can go home, and I was like, no, I'm I'm going home. Like, like my partner is struggling, and needs me to look after the kids. I was like, I. I Work is not my priority. And they were like, you can't go. I was like, bye. Yeah. That's what I find really funny. Some employees are really cool about it. Like, when... Especially because, obviously, I returned back to work for three months during that weird, like, middle period. Yeah. Like, my employer was really fair. She knew I couldn't work full-time because I had Teddy. So they only gave me part-time work, which worked out a bonus with my holiday The dark well. part is I know that if another senior member of staff had been on that day, there wouldn't have been any issues. They'd have just been like why are you still here like go so it, it it's, it's people that don't understand i guess people anyway, who don't have kids that's... i feel like are really selfish yeah none of the people on had kids so anyways besides the point we're just bitching about work let's <laughs> <laughs> let's my workplace is cool like they've been really good to me but that's that's just 
par for the course, isn't it? Let's talk about going into labour. So, we'll just talk about the weekend prior and that. So, the weekend prior, I said, can I call her my sister-in-law? So, I said to my sister... She's your future sister-in-law, yeah. I guess yeah. she's my future sister-in-law. So, um, I said to my sister-in-law, Leanne, I really want to go to Linwood, which is a cafe which has the bombest coffee ever. <laughs> the bombest. Like, I knew I could have a coffee a day and I wanted one of their iced coffees. They... By the way, Holly has two favourite coffee shops. Do I? One is Linwood and one is Pretty and Pip. Oh, yeah, definitely. Just because if she just and goes if, on about bombers. If I want to have a commercial one, I'll be really snobby and have a prep because I like their gherkin and ham sandwiches like a weirdo. Shut up and talk. Okay, sorry. So yeah, I, just get distract- <laughs> I get distracted. I'm told I'm getting distracted. So, yeah, anyway, um, the weekend we went to Linwood and I just said to Leanne, I was like, this baby better stay in because I want to have a Linwood. Like, I want to have the bacon sandwiches and scrambled egg and all this stuff and I want to have a coffee. I did that. She stayed in there tight, and then come... <laughs> Turns out quite tight. Yeah, it's come Monday, and I was like, RJ, oh, let's just do one last date night. Like, we're a week away, not much can happen. Yeah. Like, Teddy came three days early, so I thought, oh, it's okay, we're, on... we're going to be along the same timeline, we'll work along that. And it was day... What was the due date? Sorry, I'm yawning, I'm tired. Three days after, so it was like 28th. She should yeah. have been so born. she's Ella is, is eight months old today on the day we're recording this, which is the twenty fifth of May. Where it is is May right now? I isn't think it? so. Yeah, it is May. I had to check on my phone. That's really sad. Lockdown um, got me spinning out. Oh, I know. So out. anyway, I messaged you on Monday. He was at work, and I was like, "Let's do a date night. Let Let's just go out for a quick dinner. Come home." So I rang my dad and his missus, and they were like, "Yeah, that's amazing. Go, go, go." So before that, I was getting dressed, and I was like, "Oh, I just don't feel right." And I had pains for pretty much like three weeks, like Braxton Hicks the whole time. And I was like, "Eh, this baby's lying. She's not ready to come out. I don't believe it. Continued getting (laughs) dressed. They were getting worse. And I was like, no, I'm not believing it. Like I've had them sometimes where they last for three hours and then they just piss off. And that's the most irritating thing in the world because you think your baby's coming. And then they just stop. So anyway, we get to this restaurant and... We parked like... Outside the front door. Yeah, Jay was so nervous. Like he looked at me and he was like, "I don't, I don't feel." I like could it. tell something was up. Like, I, guys, his, you you will know. Sense. Like you you know when 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 the baby's ready to go pop him. You, but not necessarily that. But you know, your partner will look you in the eye and be like, "No, I'm fine. I'm fine." But you know when they're lying. I secretly just wanted to eat out one last time before we had two babies. The pizza was. Pizza was more important, wasn't it, dear, at that time? Oh, yeah. I wanted one last dinner out before, like... The last supper of sorts. Yeah, exactly. So we got there, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I feel fine. And does that mean that you you think that Ella is Judas? No. God, don't say that. Jesus (laughs) Christ. So anyway, yeah, we get there, we order food, and they are contractions at that point. The contractions were kicking in. I'm not even joking. They're happening every three to ten minutes. And And, like, she's white at this point in time. And Jay was like, oh, my God, this baby is coming. I was like, are you alright? And I was like, yeah, fine. I want to get through our nice date night. I got halfway through our main and I was like, I'm just like, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to have dessert. I can't even finish this pizza. And I looked at her and I was like, we're going. She's like, no, we're not. I was like, Holly, we're going. I was generally holding onto the table when the contractions were happening as well. And I just thought I was cool as the cucumber because I was like, I got this. I can do it. I can. I was like, no, you don't. You're phoning the hospital. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I was like, Holly, we're leaving. You're phoning your dad. Telling him that we're coming home and then we're going to the hospital. I remember phoning the hospital and they were like, are you sure you need to come in? And it makes sense when we got there why they said that. Turns out that um, 
the, the days that we were in there, I will put it that way. So, the like September twenty third to the twenty sixth is like the busiest time of the year for um babies for 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 babies. I mean, it's probably going to be mid December this year. You know, lockdown, yeah. lockdown got everyone getting wink, busy. Wink. <laughs> I mean. Anyone giving birth in December? We, we know. know what you've been doing. Oh, yeah. You've been cuddling at night time. So time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, uh, the, the amount of times that I was tagged in, in... Because the newspapers were talking about it. So, obviously, online, they they post the articles. And people I haven't even spoken to for years were tagging me in the post. Like, oh, yeah. See what you got up to. Because apparently... Nine months before that period of time in December is Christmas and... And Boxing Day. But I don't remember doing it when you were on Boxing Day. I'm not going to lie. I'll just be honest. I don't either. So... God knows what happened. High five to us if we, um, if we, we did. Anyway. So we so get in there. We, we, we skipped the part about, about the waitress. We forgot to mention oh, yeah, sorry. The, poor the, poor, waitress. the poor waitress. Jesus Christ. She must be scarred for life. So she comes up and I'm like, I'm really sorry, can we get the bill? We need to leave. She was like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, because she looked down at our plates and we were regulars and she was like, you haven't eaten your pizza. I was like, what the hell? She's like, is everything okay? I was like, yeah, um, she's, she's just gone into labour. And she looked at like, me my like, water, My what? waters hadn't broken. My, just what? my pains were like going to town. It must have been one of those moments for her where like... She was like, oh my God, it's just like the movie. Like yeah. one of those moments, do you know what I mean? Mm. Or like in the weird series. In the yeah, weird, I guess so. in the weird In the weird series. Those things on the television. Those things that are on those big coloured screens. <laughs> the moving pictures. <laughs> so yeah, we um, come back, get changed, because obviously I was not wearing appropriate clothing to go to the hospital in. Um, go to the hospital? Go to the hospital and they're like, oh yeah, um, you can sit in this room for like two hours because we have no space for you. I was sweating my. It was horrible. At, at some off. point during this, we phoned um, my mum and asked my mum to come here and look after her. We did a changeover at like Surgery. ten o'clock at night, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, because my dad had work the next day. The plan all along had been that when Holly went into labour, my mum would look after Teddy, whether that be at her house or here. So anyway, she gets in the car, she comes here, she's doing she's, handover. She's now taking care of. Theodore Ace. Yeah. So yeah, we get there and we finally get seen after sitting hours in this waiting room and they're like, you're three centimetres and I was like, great, when can I check in? They're like, not yet. You've got to be four. You've got to be four or five. And I was like, what? It's like, this is not how it worked last time. I was allowed in. Why aren't I allowed into the doors? Um, Open your hotel doors for me. They said, wander because like your label went pretty fast last time and then come back. So we wandered for hours i felt like my feet were gonna fall off and i remember it being like past midnight went back in and they were like you're we were the only people like pretty much in the hospital so yeah, we you know, walked every you know, floor like those zomb- weird zombie movies where it's just you it, that was it and i hated it occasionally we we'd bump into like a doctor or a nurse or a cleaner or a cleaner and they'd look at us like the cleaner because there was one cleaner we saw about five times and she just looked at me like i was insane because we were just doing circles of the hospital yeah, so we... <coughs> you're right. You're just joking. <laughs> so I went back in and they were like, oh, you're only four centimetres. <clears throat> so you can either stay wandering around. And at this point, it's like one o'clock in the morning. Or you can come back like early in the morning 
and I was like, I want to go home. Like, I'm tired. Like, I knew... I want my bed. Yeah, I want my bed. Like, my contractions were still coming every three times per ten minutes. So I knew I was in labour. They just couldn't understand why I wasn't, like, going, progressing. Yeah. So I went home, woke up. I was felt in that much of an amazing mood because I'd got used to my pain. I took a shower. We had breakfast. And I remember your mum was like... She slept like a log. Yeah. And I loved it. I barely slept. My my mum barely slept on the sofa. Yeah. Like, and your mum was literally like ushering me out the door. But I was like, Trish, I got tan. This baby ain't coming. Your mum was like, no, you're going to go and take... <laughs> you're going to the hospital and then you're going to bring me my granddaughter. Yeah, they were like, I think she was generally like, the next time you're coming back in now, I want there to be a baby. Do not, <laughs> do, not, yeah. do not return unless there's a child in that car seat. Well, so, yeah, she, we, she calls it as... as um, a special package or something along those lines she used to refer to as oh I can't remember There's so anyway yeah we, some, um, some we go to the hospital knowing I'd slept for like what seven hours and went there for like nine it wasn't seven hours so if oh. we got home at 2am who knows <laughs> but I was hours. still at four centimetres I was like four and a bit and the lady was like do you know what just just stay in but you can't go on the delivery ward you're going to have to go on the after ward and we got put into the weirdest area I well, like in a room all on our own, it was tricky. It was nice that we had a room on our own. Yeah. Knowing cool. how long we'd friggin' be there for. Um, we didn't know this at the time. Yeah. My labour lasted 57 hours. Is that right? Pretty much, yeah. And I wasn't in pain until right near the end, so I wasn't that bothered by it. Um, like, you get hooked up to the machines, and they monitor you and the baby, and they see when your contractions are. My contractions were still going, like perfectly how they wanted them they just my cervix was not opening and it was not like go time at all so we did it was sing reach for the stars yeah literally i would be sitting i sat we sat in the room for a whole day and they basically said look we're we're gonna break your waters because nothing's happening but to do that you have to go on the queue and we were like what what is this Mm. we'd never heard of that we just thought they'd come in and do it themselves but apparently not it turns out that because of it being so busy that there, there is a queue and the person in front of us in the queue, um, well, she didn't have to have her waters broken in the end because um, she gave birth in the middle of the night. On the Tuesday. And she sounded like um, a goat. You, yeah. mu- you've, you've, you must have seen these YouTube videos of like the goat making the, like, the random screaming noise. Imagine the Taylor Swift video. That's what she sounded like. Like, we... I didn't sleep that much in the nighttime anyway weird. because she was so loud. And, like, last time we never really heard that much noise, like, in the in the rooms. Mm. Or I wasn't really concentrating that much anyway. But, no, I mean... But she, you could the... hear it. She must have been going up and down the hallways. But I remember the midwife coming in, who our midwife was so cool, who we had on that ship. We chatted about Brexit. We hid her in her room, in our room, because she didn't want to go and deal with the other nine patients. She generally just wanted to sit and have a chinwag with us, which we loved. She and she's cool. that cool that now she follows the kids on their Instagram. Yeah. Which we love. Right. But, um, yeah, the lady comes in and... We're like, um, did you hear that noise at night? Because it definitely sounded like a goat. We nicknamed her Goat Lady. And it, it then turns out that Goat Lady was one of my customers at work. Mm. Which Talk made about it small world, right? Yeah. I, I met the woman in the, like, the, the kitchen, I guess you could call it, of the, the ward. And we were chatting. And then the next morning it finally, it, I found out that it was her that was Goat Lady. 
Know, anyway, digressing. So skip so... forward, speak to Leanne. Leanne's getting pissed off because there's no baby. Um, she was like, why the hell haven't you been on a bouncy ball? And we were like, what? We forgot about that because for most of your end of your pregnancy, you sit there bouncing on a ball like a lunatic in your front room. I was like, why haven't I done that at home? Uh, so at, home then, at the hospital. <laughs> at the hospital. So I then went off to, to go and find said bouncing ball. It's an aerobics ball. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they found us a ball. Holly was bouncing. She's... And next thing you know, I was she's like... She's being told that she's about to, like, she's next in line. They're, like, an hour away from coming to break her waters. And I'm like, cool, just bring me the bounce ball anyway. Like, it'll give me something to do. Yeah. So, so I was doing a crossword whilst on the bounce ball, and I had this weird feeling, like... I said to Jay, I was like, Jay, I'm either having a senior moment, and I've wet myself, or my waters are broken. So Jay pushed the button. I got up, and I told her, I was like, look... I was honest, I was like, I said the exact same thing. I was like, I'm having a senior moment. I've wet myself because that's cool when you're pregnant. It, you can do whatever you want. Or my water's broke. Go to the loo and next thing you know, my water broke. Luckily, on... Her water's broke when she went into the toilet with the... The, the midwife. midwife. Which I was... The midwife was like, oh, they've not broken. But now... They have now. It was almost like they think it's I, all it over. It was the weirdest, because I don't remember it with Teddy, it was the weirdest experience of my life. I sat on the loo and I was like, I can't stop, Jake. It's it's not stopping, like it's just continuing. That's because you, you don't remember your water's breaking with no, Teddy because it was towards the end, anyway. Um. So yeah, my water's break and I was like, right, I'm just going to bounce straight back on that bouncy ball, continue doing crosswords. And the pain got so bad, I was like, Jay, I can't do this anymore, I've got to get on the bed. Hooked up to his monitor, the contractions were coming left, right and centre. And hour roughly later the ladies come in and i'm like pushing on the emergency button because i feel like i want to take push i'm pushing on the emergency button yeah you're pushing because i'm literally screaming at you to like get the ladies in here so many people came in thinking i was going to deliver a baby in that room and then i remember being pushed rushed through by these two midwives and they're like right yeah you're going to room one get through to the delivery doors which is like heaven because you're like yes i can have drugs and they're like room nine and i was like what this is not happening by the way in the in the previous version of this podcast holly did about seven different accents that were all terrible and she's not done one during this and i'm, I'm just really saying a lot in this. really disappointed because <laughs> you guys have missed out on some pure comedy so um yeah we go into this room and this room is the frigging tiniest room to give birth as a natural birth because i wasn't allowed to have a water birth because i had strep b so i had to have there antibiotics. was there was the pool the birthing pool in the room it's like a big jacuzzi that you can't get in it's like it was all it was almost like taunting you like yeah, there's the pool I, you can't as soon as i got birth. pregnant with like both babies i was like i'm gonna have a water birth it looks amazing who doesn't want to have a bath while they like poop out a baby and you clean and you just walk out to jar um <laughs> I had to take a hit on my inhaler then because of her pooping of a baby. That's basically what you do, okay? You just get a really big butthole, but in another hole. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, people, um, people are going to stop listening to this. Oh, they, they just listen to it from my comedy gold lines. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're you... in the room. So we're in the room and I was like, I've got to push, I've got to push. At one point I felt so guilty, I was apologising to Jay because I was ripping off my engagement ring. I was so sweaty and like swelling up from the fact I was about to push a baby out. I was like, take the ring, just take it. I'm sorry, I'm really sorry, just take the ring. Pulse, calm down, sweetie. I don't, I get excited. <laughs> so yeah, we get there and I was like, I was remember I was push, trying to push off the bed and they were like, no, you need to be on the bed to monitor. 
don't the clip kept coming off your finger and off the kept yeah, yeah the clip kept coming off bit, my finger and the weird. band kept on moving because the baby kept on moving because she was very fast making her exit yeah um and i got on the bed and i hated it because the pain was like right in my butt because obviously it was time to go go time that's deliver the baby not have a shit by the way <laughs> yeah i i did not do that I don't remember doing that. Oh, I did it, didn't I? I did it. I did a poopy, didn't I? I don't think you did it this time. You did with Ted, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> but, I mean, it was mixed in with the, like, gallon of blood, so... Oh, God, TMI, Jesus. So, yeah, anyway, I, I remember shouting at the lady because she was like, get ready to push, and I was like, ah, okay, this is happening. Pushed, and I felt like it was that moment when they were, like, just about to come out and the ring of fire was for friggin' real and I was like pull it out pull it out pull it out I don't care just pull it out pull the baby out now and she was like you can't do that because I was trying to get down to pull it out again apologies she's getting over excited it's oh, like yeah. she's reliving the honestly birth. I was so excited I suppose she is so I was so excited because I generally thought this was like possibly like obviously we always think that like Ella could be our last baby so I was like oh my god this is like the best birth ever I feel amazing Anyway, the baby comes out. The baby. <laughs> Ella. Comes Ella out. comes out and it's like, wow. I felt like angels were singing and trumpets were pumping. Like if I could have had like, you know, like the cartoon moment out of Roger Rabbit with all the angels and stuff and I was the human. <laughs> like that's how I felt. It was like, bah, 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 you've had a baby. It there's, was like... there's one accent. <laughs> but yeah, the ladies were really cool. We were lucky enough as well to have two midwives. We had a trainee one. And she was great because she was guiding me through it for... You were the 16th... The 16th baby that baby she, she, she was laughing. And then also um, I had the... Would you call her a professional midwife? The experienced midwife. The experienced She was writing down the notes. She, I remember her saying she couldn't write down the notes quick enough because I was labouring too quickly, which cracked me up. Yeah. But so, you, you got to do skin skin to skin immediately yeah, with Ella, which yeah, is so something you did. Yeah, so Ella popped out, she was straight on my belly, and because I didn't, I had a pretty easy birth at Ella, like, uh, she had a short cord, that's what I remember, because I was trying to lift her up higher and I couldn't. She was still in there, attached, and that was all the only thing I remember. Yeah. So she comes out, and now Jay has a lovely image so within I, the I next five had, minutes. I was having skin to skin with Ella, we're sat at in the only chair in the room which is next to the window unfortunately i had to they had to rotate is, the bed it is at the foot of the bed so the midwife laughed because it was the only place she could do it to get a good view because she's that like, was i'm really la- sorry but this is where the light is so i'm gonna have to do it here i said like, that's cool don't worry after her last pregnancy i've seen everything i could not so stop if you've laughing. got to sew her up there you sew her up. She's like, are you sure? I'm like, love. She gave birth twice now. Within you, the space of like You two crack years. on. I, nothing is going to scar me anymore. Just sat there, cuddling my new baby daughter. Whilst my legs are spread, Watching bleeding. my fiancé be sewn back together. I know I wasn't. I... No, you were. No. She you... basically said she only gave me precautionary stitches because that she couldn't see anything, but she just wanted it just to be on her safe side. Sewn back together. But I found it hilarious. Like we made Jack so many fanny skeleton. jokes. It was cracking me up, literally. Then she told you off. Yeah, I got told off by the training midwife because I was allowed to take a shower and I felt fantastic. Like... The endorphins that must have been going around my body, it was heavenly. But I got in the shower, I felt 
fabulous. And Bear I, in mind that she couldn't walk after. Yeah, I couldn't. After. I couldn't walk with Teddy. Like I feared the fact that I'd have to go to the toilet on my own. I generally twenty thought, minutes after giving birth to Ella, maybe half an hour, she's in the fucking shower, like. On her own, just loving life. Yeah, loving life, staring at, oh my God, there's so much blood at the same time because afterbirth is just weird. Um, But yeah, got out the shower on my own, was in the room, like, sorting myself up. Oh my God, ladies, if you're pregnant, you have to get something called spritz for your bits. It's like a cooling spray that you put on your pad in your lady garden. I don't know what it does, but oh my God, get it? I didn't have it with Ted. And like, your lady garden's going to sting. I did not have that with Ella, and it was amazing. Amazing. <laughs> okay. Just get a little special spray for your lady garden. It's... So, anyway, let's move on from lady garden sprays, because it sounds bizarre. We, obviously, afterwards, they took us back through to... We went through to the... We went to a special, special ward, ward. Because there, there wasn't space for us on the standard aftercare ward where we were. how busy it was. Turns out that Holly ended up in the same bed that um, Leanne was in after she gave birth to Oscar. So that was kind of cool. That's a nice... It was a nice little... Nice thing. little, like, moment. Yeah, the, the ward that we ended on was called the White Horse, and it's the ward where you go if you don't want any medication, you have a really natural birth. Basically, like, the hippie version of the hospital, which I really would have loved to go to, but because of strep B, I couldn't, which is fine. Anyway, we basically got one-on-one treatment uh, with the midwife on that ward because we were the pretty much the only people on the ward. I think there was one other couple. Um, no, one other woman. She was on her own. Yeah, she was on her own. She was on her own. The other couple had gone home, who turns out to be... Um, one of your best mates. One of my best mates' um, sisters, um, who'd just given birth the same day as, as Holly had with Ella. Um, so I got to meet my one of my closest friends uh, nephews before him which is kind of bizarre I know but... it's such a small world right yeah crazy times um, yeah. what we were going to talk about was the difference of care you get with the different births the, 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 aftercare. the aftercare this time round was so much better because it was that one on one treatment we you weren't in that... a weird room with four other couples with the Chad family saying Fuck, 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 fuck every ten minutes. Fudge, we'll say fudge. Fudge, fudge, fudge. Yeah, but we've sworn throughout this entire podcast. So, I will admit that, like, no matter what your experience is, if you do choose to have another child, it may never, ever be the same. It's no, it, it's never going to be the same. Like any, any, no two births are the same. Like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm one of three, and I don't for a second believe that my older brother's birth was the same as mine or my little brother's like it's it's always going to be different but I think in our experience we kind of appreciated the aftercare side of things so much more when we were in this individual environment because we were in this room and there there was two beds and they were like oh you might get someone else in and we were like that's cool because it'd be nice to talk to another couple we can meet another couple maybe see another new baby babies are cool at that time like any baby you see like oh my god it's a baby yeah exactly but it was so weird and like we spoke about this previously it's like we wish that i personally had better care the first time around knowing that like i wasn't with it we like, we, we felt like we didn't get enough help i mean like we understand the nhs is under a lot of stress because that's where we gave birth like but the difference in the care that we had was crazy and like 
especially since I understood my birth was so much easier the second time around, I was like, wow, I'm getting such better care. Like, she explained um, what might happen with, because Ella had, like, one webbed toe with another one, but it was so minor. She was like, oh, we'll get this checked out by a doctor and all this kind of stuff, and stuff they missed with Ted was, like, he had a... Um, what did he have? Teddy was tongue-tied? Yeah, Teddy was tongue-tied, and I really think they should have picked up on that on the hospital. And possibly a little bit... Um, uh, what's the thing with this, the skin's... Jaundice. Jaundice, a little bit jaundiced. Yeah, and they didn't really pick up on that with Teddy, and that really annoyed me, because that... The tongue-tied, not the jaundice. They picked up yeah, on the jaundice. they picked up on the jaundice, but they should have picked up on the tongue-tied, because like that affected my breastfeeding immediately. And like compared like, Ella to Ella was straight on. Ella the boob, was like, like... I, I love the booby, like give me a drink, like as much. She would feed for an hour. She was really good at feeding. She'd feed for an hour and then come back in a couple of hours' time and we'd be fine. Like straight away be able to latch on. The lady would come in and she'd be like, Are you okay feeding? And I'd be like, Yeah, don't worry about it. I'd just get her to check that like my technique was okay. Like I used to be able to feed Ella one handed. I think and- the the only reason we didn't go home sooner with Ella was literally the uh, the webbed toe. No, and, and I was worried about breastfeeding. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Because, like, I had so many problems with Teddy, and the way I got treated, I was so worried, so I wanted to be in that professional environment where I knew I wouldn't have to, like, call up someone and they'd just tell me to watch a freaking YouTube video. <laughs> yeah. Like, Lie the on the bed time. and watch a YouTube video. Exactly. Like, How I don't understand why midwives say, oh, just lay nude on the bed and your baby will feed whenever they want to feed. I'm like, damn, who has time for that shit? Like, even if it's your first child, like... I don't want to sit in bed with my boobs, like, open to the air. Like, your boobies are going to leak and all that kind of weird stuff. Like, I just don't get it. But the the care that you receive will be different every single time. And it blew my mind how different it was. Yeah. So, basically, we stayed in overnight. And then we 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 were home here by, like... Nine? I think it was 11. It was a little bit later. because yeah, it was they, just before Teddy's nap, wasn't They it? had to wait to, for the paperwork to be signed off and stuff. Which but we didn't, we didn't have anyone come and visit us in the hospital this time around. I did loads of FaceTime calls. Like I FaceTimed my mum, who luckily was with Holly's mum at the time. Um, in our flat, yeah. Because obviously my mum was here with, with Teddy and Laura had come round and was like just we had some like family over from abroad so she was just basically like showing teddy off yeah essentially um and they were together so that was kind of a nice moment that we got to to show ella to both our mums at once i remember phoning facetiming holly's dad and he was in his cab at work he's a forklift driver and he was in his little tubey yeah and he was just it's just this euphoria that people have the second they yeah, see this baby. Yeah, especially since I think like people didn't think we were going to have a girl. I definitely think people thought yeah. we were going to have a boy. So everyone, it was so nice. everyone thought there was it was going to be a boy. So I remember when we found out that Ella was going to be a girl, and me and Holly both looked at each other like, Nah. I was like, Are you sure? That's definitely. A she lady. even she even said, Are you sure? And the lady laughed, and you laughed, and I was like, Oh my god, I've just embarrassed myself. <laughs> I have embarrassed myself so much. Um. So yeah, we came home. My my mum got to be the first person. Well, we we kind of we we'd made sort of uh, an arrangement between me and Holly that we wanted. First of all, we wanted we didn't want anyone to meet Teddy before uh, meet Ella before Teddy, 
And then we also wanted my mum to be one of the first people to meet. And the other her. thing was, we made sure that we just had our own time at time the hospital. With her. Yeah, yeah. Because, definitely. like, we knew we'd never get the three of us alone in that kind of, like, special time again because we had Teddy, which I don't think is selfish at all because no. when you're a family of four, it's so intense. So we, um, yeah, we, we came home. And I videoed you showing Teddy to Ella. Jay was crying. I was. I didn't actually cry. I just, I just was, was close to crying. It was like to walk in like carrying. So I walked in carrying her, and like I got to see my mum's reaction. Your mum was like, "She's so tiny." To seeing a, a tiny human. I mean, she probably hasn't seen a newborn, a proper newborn, newborn since maybe my little brother was born, which is like would have been twenty. 28 years previous, I guess. And as soon as Teddy met Ella, like, we gave him an elephant because Jay went down to the gift store to buy an elephant for Ted, which was really cute because of Ella the elephant. Um, And because, like, one of Teddy's first toys was an elephant that my older brother bought him. So there was, was, like, linear... A little link. But, yeah, yeah. we came in and he just straight away poked her in the face and then it was, like, five seconds of silence and then it was just like that... And we were like, oh, that's such a great memory. And, like, now, especially, like, at this current stage, Ella's eight months, Ted's nearly two, and, like, they have just started to play with each other. They do WWE wrestling right now. I don't know how else to word it. Ted just hardcore, like, puts his head into her body, and she's like, what are you doing, babe? The like, worst this- part is they do it on, like, the kitchen floor, and I'm like, dude, if you if you hit her, she's going to hurt herself. That floor is hard. Stop it. But yeah, the bond... Don't like, try this at, at home. Start, You've never that... seen the wrestling adverts? Come on, Ted. We've watched <laughs> enough wrestling, man. <laughs> but Don't start, try this at home. At the start, they weren't that bothered uh, like by each other. Like, Teddy was lovely. He used to give kisses and cuddles. Teddy's, then... Teddy is obsessed with her. N- now especially because she returns back what he gives her. Which like, is he, amazing. She is, nine times out of ten, you, you, you say... Teddy, can I have a kiss? He'll ignore you. You say, Teddy, can you give Ella a kiss? And he'll kiss her. And I swear, Joe wasn't in the room, but he said, I love you to Ella. And he doesn't say, I love you to anyone. Like, he said to me, maybe, like, once on a blue moon. But I've seen him say it to her so many times. Like, and Ella, child... Ella is his favourite... Oh, yeah. Like, human being in the world. You you can see from the way that he looks at her that... I, I've never seen anyone look at... Anything it's, it's, or anyone in like, the way that he looks at Ella. I and always, that may be me being biased because he's my son and she's my daughter, but there is Like, I always talk about like it, when yeah. I was previously, like, at college and doing my artwork, like, the pure form of, like, adolescence and the idea that kids don't truly understand... Adolescence? Adol- yeah. Adolescence is like being a teenager. No, I know, but that's a different thing. But like the idea of like, <laughs> like no, I know, but like they don't truly understand what the real world is, and they have such a pure form of like things, and they're honest and they're brutally honest. I love that, and you can tell Teddy's like that with her. Like he's always tells the truth to her, and he always acts in such a pure manner with her. That's all my hippie artness coming out. Ted, Ted's very much uh, like. And his emotions are very... With any child, you expect them to be raw and... The kids don't hide anything. Like, if if Teddy does something wrong and we have to shout at him, which happens, and tell him off, his bottom lip goes and it's so hard to still He's just be like doing angry. it the past month, though, as well, hasn't he? You, He's been doing bot fat lip. And yeah, then... and that lip goes and you're like, 
damn it, I need to keep on that angry track, but right now all I want to do is give you a cuddle. And You're the soft one and I'm the hard one, so mm, I'm just like, carry on, carry on with it. But we, we've, we've kind of gone off track here. No, so, we kind of spoke about like the sibling thing, which is really important. But yeah, Ella's birth was so different to Teddy's. And it was really positive for the fact of if we do decide not to have another child and we do leave it at, like, boy-girl, then we've left it at such that high that I'm thankful that we've left it at that point. Because I feel like if I had... She feels like she's Michael Jordan going out on the three-peat. I have no idea what you mean by that. Man, if you've not been watching The Last Dance, what have you been doing whilst I've been watching it? I just like watching it for the drama with the sexy blonde lady. What's her name? Carmen Electra. Yeah, that one. I'm shaking my head at her, like... I just watch it for the sexy ladies. Like, I'm all game. Like, I I love, like, that sounds really weird. Basically, I'm still doing, like, my life drawing. So, like, any attractive or somewhat curvy lady, I'm like, damn, I just want to draw them. Just getting off topic. I'm not bad, I'm just drawn that way. I know, exactly. Jessica Rabbit, just in case no one knew what I'm <laughs> So, yeah, this is the birth segment of Ella I think I can't remember we were we were going to go into a bit more detail about the sort of what happened afterwards like how come I spent so much time at home with Ella but we're running out of time and we made we made this mistake last time where we just talked and talked and forgot that the talking uh, about certain things uh, uh, yeah that we're talking about certain things and that the uh the the format we use only allows us to record for an hour. I think we, we must have spoke for like a good two hours. And I'd done a bottle of Prosecco in the time that we'd spoken. I was fuming. And I'm not going to lie. This this podcast has been a lot more linear, a lot more fun for me. Like, I, I've enjoyed this one more because it's been funnier than, than what you missed out on. Apart from Holly's accents. But we can just do a whole segment on my accents. Like, I'll try really hard to do them. Like, I'm, I was born in Australia. Can I do a Nazi accent? Fuck, no. And my dad makes fun of me all the ready time because everybody else is so good at accents. Apart from me, I took acting. I've already tried. Did I get an F? Yes, I did. Because you got an F. I think it's I shocking. Did. She's like a drama queen and she got an F. Christ. To be honest, I remember what... This is just throwing things in. The My drama teacher, I swore in one of the performances that we did in front of like the public. Is this, uh, is this Mr Martin? Yeah, and I remember him being like... Because I said fuck or shit or something on stage because I couldn't remember a line. And the guy, and he was like this. He looked at me in the face after he gave my exam like this. And he was like, the people weren't laughing with you. They were laughing at you. And what that's... you can't see is the most intense, angry face. And like... you know what? To a 16-year-old, that's friggin' traumatic. Anyway, this podcast is not about Holly's... Acting career. <laughs> Poor terrible drama grades this is, this is about, just about the lovely birth but yeah this we, is about being cool parents i did the air quotes around cool just for the record because we're not cool no we're, we're far just too we just have cool bits of clothing that we try to make up. cool i feel like that's about it and cool artwork yeah there's some cool artwork like we have an art wall in our from... kids are cooler than us which is not that difficult, really. Yeah, like, Ted has a vintage Tommy Hilfiger dungarees, and every he's time... He's got a Vivian Westerwood bomber jacket. That oh, my too... God, yeah. Like, how does that kid get so cool? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's perfect. It's a little Converse One Stars. Dude. I've got matching Converse One Stars just to be yeah, that they're... dick of a mum. They've got matching shoes. Oh, well. But that's, that's the joys of being a parent, I suppose. You can match your kids' clothes to you. I mean, I put Teddy in a checkered shirt and... 
You're like, oh, I can't wear chicken shirt wear now. A chicken shirt. <laughs> I keep trying to get him to wear hats. I live in hats and dude won't wear hats. Do you know why he doesn't want to wear hats? Because his mummy doesn't wear hats because his mummy has a fat head. And can my noggin get into a normal hat? Hey, everybody hit me up with the XL, like, hat size because I can't get my head in a normal hat. Like, I love... Jay's got a fedora which his granddad wore and That's I my granddad's hat, yeah, yeah. And I tried to it's wear not a fedora, it. fedora, by the way. Oh, is it not a fedora? Yeah. I tried to get my noggin on that bad boy because I think I look so cool. Like, you know, when you're fully, like... Feeling myself, like the Beyonce song, and can I get it to stay on my head? No. Anyway, we've 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 gone massively off topic here. So, basically, we're going to summarise today's episode in the last four minutes. Um, Birth was really positive. My pregnancy was completely different to Ted's. Like um, taking care of a baby and having to grow another human is really friggin' hard. We missed you, out on the bit where Holly went back to work, I think. I don't know if we talked about that. No, we? so I went back to work and the nannies, so my mum and Jay's mum, took care of Ted, um, and that was really cool. Uh, and me. I don't... Oh, I yeah, want, and I Jay, want Jay, some credit. Sorry, I do do yeah, some stuff around you, here. You took care of Ted one day out of the week. Um, but we <laughs> Even then, the shade, <laughs> the shade is being thrown but left, right, and center. We maybe do that in another area because it is really hard talking about like the difference between work and being at home. Yeah, we we we've got some subjects coming up in the next couple. But of we podcasts. really need to finish this because the bottle of prosecco has definitely gone to my bladder right now, and I really need a wee. I'm trying to uptake my alcohol content for my Hindu next year, so I'm not a white girl. She she's basically gonna get pissed after like two glasses of prosecco. Yeah, literally, I've just got to sniff the bottle. Anyway, so, yeah. we love everyone. Please leave comments of what we should chat about because we love hearing what everybody says. Like I get some hilarious feedback once this thing comes back, and it cracks me up every time I read it. And if you've managed to last fifty-seven and a half minutes listening to us, then thank you very much. That'll do for now. We will hopefully be back next week. With not as much as a delay. Sorry, yeah, this guys. Is, this, is, this has been too We weeks had our friend Alice them. being like, I can't find it on Spotify. I was like, Alice, it was just an apology because we're taking so goddamn long. That is pretty much the voicemail that Holly sent her. Yeah, um, I did. I sent a voice message because I felt sorry. We should go. Right, we anyway, love everyone. Bye-bye. Peace. Thank you for listening. Thank we'll you. catch you soon. Bye, guys.